So I am so glad that you all are here. God wants to, he wants to change your life today. He really does. I hope you came expecting, expecting to hear from him. Because typically you will get what you expect. Especially in the kingdom of God. I want to start out with a funny little story here. You want to hear a funny story? Want to hear a funny story? An old lady returned home from, church, uh, from a church service to find an intruder in the process of ransacking her house. Stop, she yelled, Acts 2.38, which says, repent. The burglar stopped dead in his tracks while the old lady called the police. As the officer handcuffed the burglar, he asked, how come you just stood there? All the old lady did was quote a Bible verse. What do you mean a Bible verse, the thief retorted. She said she had an ax and two thirty-eights. <laughs> That's using the word a little different than I had expected, but that'll stop you. It's not a perfect example, but it is really funny. I, I, I want to talk about authority this morning uh, and really... Uh, Lamar mentioned the Hope for Today podcast. Uh, has anybody listened to those? A couple people? Um, the, if, if you want to find them, you can go on any, any podcast app, Spotify or, or just whatever, um, and search for Hope for Today, and you'll find it. Uh, the Lord has told me to just keep putting out the messages that he's been giving to me, so that's what I've been doing. And the one that I just did was called Walking in God's Authority. And man, I, I just felt like I barely scratched the surface. I just got it started, and it's like, it. there's so much more to talk about, but you can't say a whole lot in a short podcast. Uh, but Lamar also mentioned the AGA app, and so if you don't have it, uh, go on your, your app store. It's on every platform you can think of, Apple TV, Roku, Fire Stick. So get it on your TV, get it on your phones, go to the you know, Apple Store or Google Play or something, and search for America's Greatest Awakening. If you search for those, those three words, America's Greatest Awakening, you will find the AGA app. And uh, if you are just on a browser, go to aga.network. So I'm encouraging you to do this because we are at a place in history where we need new platforms. New platforms <laughs> that we can talk, we can say the truth. And the platforms that we have gone to where they've just been the expected platform. We go to YouTube and we say, well, what do I need to, I got to know how to change oil in my car. I got to know how to set this, this new thing up, or I need to, my sweeper's beeping. What do I do? <laughs> like go to YouTube university, you know, just figure it out, just search for it. Well, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. Okay. Because the new rules that YouTube and Facebook have, um, They've posted and they've said as of January 5th, anything that violates, anything that goes against the narrative that's being pushed by the media will just be deleted. 
So unless you want just pure propaganda, you, don't, you can't go back, you can't go to YouTube and Facebook anymore. It will be deleted. If I say anything, if I say that prayer works, if I say that if, if there's any cure, and this is all about COVID and it's all about current events, if I say that any cure, anything that happens aside from getting an injection, it will be deleted. If I tell you that I prayed, I got prayed for and was healed, it'll be deleted because it's not the narrative. Okay, so go AGA network, AGA.network is a good, uh, it's just starting, so the content's building. Um, they started a new show called The Awakened, and it's, it, uh, it's great. You get to see some current events. There's other places that you can find um, good sources of information. But I know it's easy to get lost in current events, so I, I don't want you to focus too much about that. This message is not about current events, although it does include that. But God has put some things on my heart, and I want to show you today how to walk in God's authority. See, God has authority. He's always had authority, and he has given it to us to walk in, but we don't know how to do it. So often we come up against a situation and we go, I, I'm not sure, and we do our, our standard procedure, however we've done most of our life, instead of walking in the authority that God has given us to walk in. So, to start out, we have to understand who is God. If we're going to walk in His authority, we need to understand more about who He is. And I... This also includes, okay, God the Father, Jesus His Son, but... I'm not going to be able to go through and give you a full description this morning. So you're going to have to dig in yourself, okay? But I'm going to start out in Psalm 91, verses 1 and 2. So if you want to turn there, you can. If you want to look up here, it's up here. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. See, he is the most high. There, there is nobody beyond the most high. This is, it, it's, it's like you, you can talk about someone who's powerful, someone who has authority, someone who has something going for them, but there's nothing beyond the most high. He, he is the almighty God. We can fully trust him because he's good. I'd like to challenge you to go read all of the names of God. Just, and I, I, this is part of what I went through in the podcast, just kind of showed the names of God and what they mean. Each name can change your life. But I'd like to encourage you, go through and let him reveal himself to you, just in his names. But I'm going to say, he is the great I am. Do you understand the great I am? He is the the ever-present one, the eternal ever-present one. And I know I've, I've made this description before, I don't know if I've said it here, but if you can imagine this, this stage as a timeline, this is all of history. Well, God is fully encompassing all of the stage and the church and the property 
and all the way around the world and back again. He fully encompasses all of time. He doesn't move through time. He is the ever-present one, the I am. He eternally exists at creation. He's still there. He eternally exists at the end of time. He is the Alpha and Omega, not he was the Alpha and will be the Omega. He eternally is the I Am. If you understand this, this will change your life. Let him reveal himself to you as the great I Am. Now what about Jesus? Who is he? Who is he to you? Let's read in Philippians 2, verses 9 through 11. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. That's pretty highly exalted. So who highly exalted Jesus? It says it right there. It was God the Father. But he did not give Jesus simply a name, a name. He gave him the name which is above all names. Jesus was given the name above all names. Do you remember how I started out saying, let the names of God reveal, who, reveal his nature to you? Do you realize that Jesus was given a name above all names, including above the names of God himself, which makes Jesus ultimate God? For what reason? To the glory of God the Father. See, God knew what it took to bring humanity into oneness with him. This is a, when you get the revelation of this, of who Jesus, how Jesus was elevated, brought into the fullness of, of the Godhead. He was the only begotten son, yes. But he became a man. He became, he was humbled as a baby. He had every ability to fail. And then he was highly exalted. So let me remind you who you are. If you've been born again. If you have not been born again, do not leave the sanctuary until you've been born again. It is absolutely essential to your eternal well-being. <laughs> Become born again. And I'm, I'm, I'm not making light of this. Do not walk out. Your very existence depends on it. But if you've been born again, you are a new creature in Christ. You have been made the righteousness of Almighty God. You are now a child of Elion, the highest. You are now an heir of El Shaddai. And you share in the inheritance with Jesus, the anointed and highly exalted one. You have been made a joint heir with Jesus, the anointed and highly exalted one. 
This is deep stuff. This is amazing. Get a revelation of this, of who you are in him, and it'll change your life. But in order to understand the authority then that we've been given, we need to first know what Jesus did to get it. What did he do? What did he accomplish to get that authority? He went to hell and he took back man's authority. See, authority had been given to mankind. Jesus had to become a man. God himself had to become a man and go as a perfect sacrifice to the full payment of the penalty. And he had to pay it. And he took it because he was righteous. He went and he took back our authority and he said, now, now it's mine. What did he do with it? He gave it to all of mankind. He came and gave it back to us. We had no ability to get it on our own. And yet Jesus went and paid the price and gave it back to us. But if we have the authority to walk in and we don't walk in it, do you realize his sacrifice was in vain? See, it's not about us. It's about Jesus Christ. Everything in all of history is about Jesus. Everything. All of your life is about reflecting him, bringing authority, uh, bringing glory to him by using the authority that he's given to us. See, when Jesus used the authority that God had given to him, it brought glory to the Father. So what is that authority, and how is it described in the Word? Listen to the last words of Jesus before ascending into heaven. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Jesus said, or, and, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Do you notice he said, all authority has been given to me. Now, go therefore. That therefore, in the next verse, has everything to do with authority being given to him. He said, all authority has been given to me, now you go. Why? Because he is now in us. Do you understand? He is now in us. He said, I, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So when you go, we, you walk in his authority. He promised to remain with you always in the same way that Jesus did not operate in, in his own authority. He only did what he saw the Father do. We do not need to come up with authority on our own. We don't have to come up with it. It's not up to us to do. And when we try, we fall flat. But when we walk in his authority, we bring glory to him. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Has anything been hurting you or anybody you know? <laughs> Talk about a tumultuous year or a couple years and people getting hurt by one thing or another. He said, nothing shall by any means hurt you or harm you. 
This is when we walk in the authority that he's given to us. I had a, a vision that the Lord gave to me, and I have hesitated even to talk about this because it, it was so clear to me. The Lord, he, he very clearly spoke some things to me, and I have not been free to, or I have not felt the freedom to just talk to people because if I talk to someone, I see them shut down. I see them go, oh, okay. Um, and, and instead of being an inspiration, it becomes a condemnation. This is to be an inspiration. This is to fire you up. This is to get you to go, wait, that can happen? I want that. I want that. So JB's talking about going into the presence of the Lord. When we started this morning, Jess actually had a prayer, uh, just the, the, the team and uh, nobody else was here, and, and she prayed that we would know the authority that God has called us to walk in. She knew nothing about what I was going to talk about this morning. And she said, uh, and she prayed that we would have supernatural encounters that change the, our experience in the natural. Like, she literally prayed what I'm, wanting, what I'm talking about here. She knew, didn't know anything about it. The Lord has been, he's been on this service specifically. He's been on my heart. There's been things, I mean, burning inside of me. And so he said, I want you to tell the, the vision that I showed you. So I was in the presence of the Lord. And I was just, I was actually sitting on a chair. And I, I just... Had some music going. There, there's actually some other people there. Is that a at a an event that was happening? And I, I was just praying in the spirit, and I sat down on the floor, and then I I just laid back down on the floor, and part of it was I could tell the Lord was doing something, and I didn't want to focus on trying to hold myself up, so I just laid into His presence, and I heard come up, come up, come up. And I said, Lord, take me. Where am I going? And he said, stand up. And so as I stood up, I began to see this like, I'm, my eyes were closed, but I could see it as clearly as this. It, it was like blue sky and, and like an open area. And I realized I was going into a heavenly realm. I was going into another dimension because my eyes were closed, but I literally could see as clearly and as brightly as, actually it's much more clear. <laughs> the, the amazing thing is the focus, I could focus on anything no matter how far away it was. Everything was clear and in focus. And I'm standing there and he said, son, take your place. And so I looked around and right behind me was a throne. And it was just my size. And I stepped back and sat down in the throne. And there was this like cheer. And I'm like, huh. Okay. And I looked to my left and I looked to my right. And there was just, there was a throne there and another one and another one and another one. And it's like I could zoom in and just see same thing on that side, lined with thrones, and almost all of them were empty. 
there was some people. Yeah, if I see way down, there's a, there's a person. There's one there. Oh, there's way down there. Thousands of thrones, empty. Just a few people. And then I stood up. And when I stood up, I could see I was on this little rise. It wasn't, it wasn't huge, but I was on a little rise. And I stood up, and in front of me was this company of angels. And when I stood up, they all, like, stood to attention. Like, and they were already standing in order, but they, like, snapped to attention. And I could tell they were in groups of 100. There was... The ones in the front along the center were dressed in gold. The ones behind them were dressed in silver. And it was squares of a hundred. And I said, Lord, how many? And he said, 10,000. I said, okay. And then I remember Jesus said he could have called 10,000 angels. And the Lord said, I have given 10,000 angels for you to command. And I said, well, I don't know. I, I wanted to run away. Like, I don't know anything about this. What am I going to tell him? And I looked back and I could see the throne of my father. And it was amazing. I couldn't see him. But it was, it was surrounded by clouds and there was lightning and there was rainbows and beauty and color and explosion. And, and he would laugh and a galaxy would go flying off of the it was just amazing beauty and I realized that I have been given a place I am seated with him but I am seated in a specific place given to me so I said well I I don't know what to say so I'll just speak in tongues and I just started speaking in tongues and these angels got excited but they were I mean they were serious oh, it was it was pretty intense and I said why is everyone so serious and they burst out laughing it was amazing they they followed my every cue whatever I did they were they were zoned in on me because their one goal is to serve the king through me. When they serve me, they serve the king. That's their role. They've been standing there waiting for me to take my place, as have your angels been standing there waiting for you to take your place. You might go, well, yeah, but that's a lot of angels. If you go to Hebrews 12, 22, it says we are surrounded. Well, Hebrews 12 says... A, such a great cloud of witnesses, but 22 says an innumerable company of angels. So get that off your, your limitation list. It is innumerable. You have been given a place of authority. Trust me, I've seen it. So as I began just to speak in tongues, they started like leaving. They would, there were a group of them would, and whew, I don't know where they were going. I don't know what they were doing, but they were accomplishing things on the earth, I promise you. I knew it deeply. I knew what, the, what was happening was actual things on the earth were being accomplished 
because they were following the command of the king and Holy Spirit was speaking the pure, perfect commands to them. See, the Lord showed me my place of authority. Now, when I come into a situation, I say, first thing I say, Lord, give me a word. Give me a word. And if he gives me a specific word that I understand, then I command that word. I speak that word. If I don't hear something specific, I speak in tongues. And I let him command. He is the supreme commander. He is the king. He is the great I am. He is the almighty. But he, he acts and operates on the earth through us. See, as a human, I have been given authority on the earth. Filled with the Spirit of God, that authority is given and used perfectly when, when given in, in alignment with Him. So I have angels and I know how to use them. You should too. Learn. Learn how. We are at a place where you don't have the ability to just, oh, let this go. I'll do this later. There is no later. We're in it. We're in it now. Okay, time's up. Now, the idea of sitting on a throne in front of the throne of the king made me realize that he has placed me as second in command. He's placed all of us as second in command. I am second in command to the line of, a, of angels that have been given to me. You are second in command to the king. That's why you are seated with him. See, he's, he's not to, his, his role and his goal is not to kick you out. It's to bring you in so that on the earth he has that much more activity happening. But we, we must be operating in communion and connection with him. He's the king. Is this too deep for you? Yeah. It's amazing. So I had something happen to me this uh, last week that was just another example of this. Someone sent me a YouTube video that I trusted the source. And it was, it was a video basically saying, okay, this is what's going on. So I, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I watched it. And I was waiting for the hope at the end. Okay, this is what's going on, but here's, what's, here's what we're doing about it. The, the video ended. There was no hope. There was no like, well, this is what we do about it. It just said this is the way it is. And I was like, man, this is terrible. Like, I don't like that. But I just dismissed it as whatever. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk around with encouragement in my heart. But the next day and a half, I was increasingly depressed. Which is not like me. I even sat down next to my wife. The evening she was sitting on the couch, I sat down and I said, so weird. I, I feel like, a, like depressed somehow. Like heaviness. I don't know. And she, she was like, yeah, that is, that is weird. And I didn't really dwell on it that much. I didn't even put my finger on it of why. And then I, I, I was getting ready for bed and I said, wait a minute. 
I can, I can understand this. Lord, what is this? Give me a word. Show me. Why is this, what, this depression? Why do I feel this? And just like that. He said, it was that video you watched. I said, oh, really? What, what about it? He said, well, there was truth with it, but there's a lot of lies with it. And when there's one lie in the mix, it makes the whole mixture toxic. So it was toxic. And there was demons attached to that video. Never thought about it. There was demons attached to that video which were whispering depression. So he said, this is what you do. Pull it up on your phone. I mean, just like that. He gave me exactly what to do. He said, pull that video up on your phone. So I pulled it up. And he said, say this. Don't play the video. Just say this. I reject all information I received from this video. So I said it. I reject all information I received. I renounce it. I do not receive this information. This knowledge that I had taken in as truth, I reject it. And spirits of depression leave me now. I said, the moment I said it, they left. And I, it's like the sun came out. It was amazing. It was a direct demonic oppression trying to get me to believe that it was real. See, I don't walk in demonic depression. I don't walk with demons around me. They're terrified of me. They see the Spirit of God in me. What were they doing there? I had watched something and received it as truth. I had opened myself up to that knowledge and said, I will bow. I didn't know I was doing this. You understand? The Lord had to reveal it to me. He had to show me. We are seeing an increasing demonic activity in every sphere of our life. The devil is terrified. He's at the end of his existence. Okay? <laughs> he will always be tormented in his existence there. But he is at the end of his influence. He is increasing. Demonic activity is increasing. Even this whole COVID thing. It's demonic. You know it. You feel it. If you are full of the Spirit of God, you know the heart behind it, the manipulation, the control, all of that is demonic. It's, you can find the names of the demons even that in, the, in the Bible that were used. So what do we do about it? Do we cower in fear? Thank you. No. <laughs> so... Does a person who has been seated on their throne of authority cower in fear at spirits who have no power compared to the power of any of those given to my command, much less the spirit of God that is in me or the king on the throne? It is such a lopsided, misunderstood war. The war has already been won. They are illegal. Those demons that were surrounding me were illegal in my life. They are illegal in your life. They are not supposed to be there. But just like uh, an, an example, a, a gun control law. 
People want to control what's happening, so they pass a law controlling guns. Does that stop the bad guys from getting guns? Come on. The bad guys aren't listening to the rules anyway. Why would you think passing a rule is going to make them listen? I mean, that's schoolyard uh, logic right there. You, you don't, the bully doesn't care whether you want him to be there or not. But when there's authority, do you know what authority is? If, I think I've mentioned this before, but if, if I would stand in front of a, a semi driving down the road and I would go like this and I would say, stop, stop, would I have the power in my body physically alone to stop that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, the laws of kinetic energy and mass, uh, there's not going to be much left of my body. But if I have a badge and a flashing light and I have all of the things that go with authority and I do this, does it matter how small my body is? The authority is what stops that truck. The authority that we walk in is what stops the enemy. We know this. We do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, right? And yet we try to wrestle with flesh and blood. So I had to repent. I had to repent of trusting in anything that was not the king himself. My guess is that most of us are trusting or have been trusting in something other than the authority that's been given to us by the king himself, by Yahweh. See, during the time of the election fraud and everything that's been... It, it, if, if anybody has even an, I shouldn't say it. Uh, <clears throat> if you've been paying attention at all, it, the, it's so obvious what has been done to try to push evil and control onto us. And so our focus was, you can't do that, you can't do that. Well, they still did. The goal was not just simply to steal an election. That's part of it. It was, it was to get you to focus on it. See, I had to repent of Trumpism. Like I wanted, I was like, he's got to get back in there. I had to repent. There's plenty of things that he did that are major mistakes. Major mistakes. I mean, just introducing a quote-unquote vaccine was a major mistake that has been used by the enemy to try to control. But if I focus only on that, I am just as bad. I'm in the same position. So, yeah, I want to talk about this. And I, I risk offending you. But the alternative of just being quiet is a lot worse than offending you. So what if you're offended? Get over it. Wake up. Get on with the kingdom. Okay? So the things that, that God has been showing to me, he's saying, the time is up. It's now. You don't have an alternative. See, to make no decision is to make a decision. To do nothing. Which puts you in the control of the enemy. He is not asking your permission. 
they're illegal. So you have to use authority to stop them. You cannot just use your own, you can't just yell and scream. You use authority. You ask the Lord to give you understanding of truly who you are, to give you revelation. When you have that, your authority is unlimited because it's, it's based in the one who is unlimited. I asked my wife to give me some signs if, uh, if I'm being a little too controversial. Unfortunately, she had to take off for another a prior commitment, so I guess I'll just have to see if anybody's left. See, there's people closely connected, just even to me, to every one of us, that have made decisions that we don't agree with. So what do we do with it? Do we just tell them they're wrong? I don't have to to go very far, you can probably understand that my perspective would be that the shot that's being pushed is a mistake. That's my perspective. I'm willing to be wrong, okay? But my clue is the manipulation and control in order to get it done. Nothing that's good for you has to be forced on you bribed to you, manipulated and, and pushed, if it's actually good for you, you would go for it, trust me. It, it, there's, this is easy to see. If you don't see this, open your eyes. You're being tricked, okay? If you think that you should be getting this, what this thing that's being forced on you, you're being tricked, you're being manipulated. Now, am I against you if you've chosen to do this? Of course not. Of course not. But I want you to answer this question. Where's your trust? Where's your trust? In the same way that someone here could say, I'm trusting in ivermectin. I'm trusting in, you know, HCQ or something that the, the, the powers that be would say, is controversial, is, is no good, you shouldn't do this. Or I'm trusting in any treatment. It's the same. When your trust is in anything but the king and the authority that he's given to us, you need to repent. You need to repent. I had to repent of trusting in knowledge. I was getting, I was taking in knowledge and saying, Yes, I want this knowledge to inform me, to give me understanding. I had to repent because with that knowledge was a toxicity and demonic attachment to it. So if you have made a mistake in any way, turned your trust to anything but the king, anything but Jesus, I want to invite you to repent. Even to the point that you renounce it if you, if you have taken an injection and you say, I don't want this, we'll, we'll pray healing over you. We will cancel it. Okay? Is this too controversial? It's where we are. We have to learn how to do this because we're a small group of people in a large area, a lot of people that are too timid and afraid 
to do what it takes. To love truly as the king has given us the command to love. Go in and love. Get right into the middle of it. And guess what? You don't have to figure it out. You go to the king and you say, can I have a word? We can be full of joy and excitement because we win now. It's not that we just win sometime. See, the moment I took authority over, over the attachment that was with that video, I had immediate victory. Immediate. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. My heart is full of joy. See, I don't produce this joy. I receive it from him. I want to read Psalm 91. I started out with, with Psalm 91 in New King James. But I want you to hear this in the Passion Translation. I'd like to invite you to close your eyes and listen. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy, and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will find and feel my presence. Even in your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Talk about a breath of fresh air. This is from the king. This is from your father. This is from Elion, the highest. It's him. It's him. See, JB led us into his presence in the worship team. 
into his presence. It's him. In fact, JB, do you mind coming up? This is the one who has given us everything that he had to bring us into oneness with him. When we learn to sit at our place of authority, see that started out when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai. See, I don't sit on my own. I am not alone. I am in his shadow. He's the big guy. I'm at peace. I'm at rest. And I can be effective. See, there is a reason you're here. And it is not to get wrapped up in any of these things that are going on. Dismiss them. Turn them away and ask the Lord. He will give you the words. You can legislate from a place of authority. Your place. No one else will take it. Are you willing to take your place? Are you willing to take your place of authority that Jesus paid it all for? So you got to renounce all other forms of trust. Everything. Everything. If you've trusted in your finances, if you've trusted in other people, if you've trusted in any other leaders, if you've trusted in a treatment, if you've trusted in anything, repent. Repent. Come to him. He is your only answer. This is all about Jesus Christ. Jesus is the highly and exalted one. He is the one above all else. Everything is about him. Come to him and renounce your trust in other things and turn your trust to him. I'd just like to invite you to come forward. If you, got, if you need to leave, I will say this is, uh, this is the end of the message. You're welcome to leave if you need to. But you're welcome to stay as long as you need to establish your trust in God the Most High.